I'm Amarachi Crystal, and you're listening to Life by Amarachi Podcast, where I and my guests share our life experiences and inform you from an analytical and mental health perspective. Make sure you subscribe so you can stay up to date with new episodes I upload. Subscriptions are now on a monthly basis for as low as 99 cents per month to as high as $9.99 per month. Donations are also welcome through the support link on Linktree and Cash App. If you cannot financially support, share the podcast with your community to grow the podcast listenership. Don't forget to leave a comment or review and a voice message that can be highlighted on an episode. All subscriptions, donations, voice messages, and episode links will be in the show notes. Hello. (laughs) How's everyone feeling? especially after this election. I personally didn't vote because I cannot vote because I'm not a citizen of America. I am a citizen of Nigeria. My immigration status is in the lane of it's complicated. Um, I don't want to you know, divulge it all on here. Some of you guys who know me personally may know my story with immigration. Others, I'm sure you guys could guess what it is, but um, I can't vote anyway. I'm not a citizen yet. Um, soon come, maybe. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> I don't know. With the way things are going in these country, in this country, I don't know. But anyways, I would love to vote, honestly. If I had the opportunity to, to do so, I'd absolutely vote everyone's ass off right now. Um, but how are you guys doing, voters? How are you guys doing? I also have to check in on myself sometimes because I know whatever the status of this election is, it, it will absolutely affect me as an immigrant. Um, so I have to be mindful of that. It will also affect me as a queer being on this planet. Um, so I have to be mindful of that as well. But, you know, we're just going to jump into today's episode. It's a random one. I really didn't prepare a lot for it, but I will touch base on a lot of what's going on in the election. Um, Sort of like the key points that I found on our internets. (laughs) I will touch on that a little bit. Trust me, guys, I wanted to prepare something, but my mind was just sort of everywhere and... I don't think I have fully rested my mind. My body is well rested, you know, but because of the pandemic election and all this going on and also just my work week this week, um, a lot has been going on. A lot has been happening in the world around us and you guys already know how I am. My hypersensitivity is activated um, and a lot is going on with people that are in my life as well. So I'm trying to just decompress from all of the stimulation that I received this week. So I didn't really have time to prepare for today's episode, but it's also going to be a good one. So let's get into it. (music) 
So let's get into the episode. <laughs> okay, so like when it comes down to this election, I'm not going to say that I want to make it a fun little review of the election, but I want to at least have fun with it. So what I'm going to do is read, because okay, so I love Twitter. Twitter cracks me up a lot of the time. When I'm feeling down and I just want to go and just have a laugh, I normally go on Twitter for a good cackle. Black Twitter especially. So I'm going to read a lot of people's comments about this election. <laughs> oh, God. Like, it's already cracking me up. And it's, it's sort of like a satirical sort of humor. But you just... At some point, we're just going to have to laugh through a lot of the nonsense that happens in this world. And trust me, I have my own vast opinion about the crap that goes on in the world that we live in. But I don't want to focus on that right now. So I'm just going to read these tweets. So um, I'm sure I'm going to read it from the celebrities that I follow. And they could be de-celebrities. I don't really care. I I know them as celebrities because of the work that they do. I'm just going to read the tweets on my In Case You Missed It section of Twitter. So here we go. The first tweet comes from Jessie Wu, and if you don't know who she is, she's, I think, an actress, a comedian, a TV personality, so to speak. She has been on Wild and Out. She's also appeared on Love and Hip Hop, um, but that's how I know her. But she's hella funny. She's ridiculously hilarious. And she writes 18 hours ago, I don't want to hear a peep out of Florida next hurricane season. Bye, Florida. And the next tweet comes from Crystal. Crystal is one of the hosts or one halves of The Read, one of my favorite podcasts. Check it out if you haven't. She goes, so far, all the news is really telling me is that either way, I got to get the fuck out of here at some point. And that's sort of my sentiment too, to be honest. Like, that's sort of what I'm thinking. I'm like, um, either way, this race runs, I'm going to stick with my idea of finding an escape from the society that this country is trying to create. I don't want to be a part of it anymore. I'm sure you guys have seen that in my last um, episode about escaping into the woods. I'm just going to find a new lifestyle and not participate in this. I've always had dreams of being off the grid anyway, so here we are. (laughs) The third tweet is from the nap ministry the nap ministry is like one of my favorite favorite follows like oh my geez it advocates for pro rest and anti-grind culture their tweet goes so many white liberals are so shocked and surprised that white culture is super racist enough to actually come out in the millions to vote for a white supremacist Help me understand why y'all be so shocked at your own community and culture. I second that. I second that. I'm going to retweet this. Retweet now. Because that is some serious thought for thought for process. Because sometimes I'm like, why are they surprised? Like, we've been trying to tell you guys for years and years that your country, your history is racist and it has not changed because we as black, indigenous people of color have been facing like full-blooded racism. Hello, 
Why are you surprised? Why? Um, I'm scrolling, I'm scrolling, I'm scrolling to see if I see another tweet that I missed. Uh, la, 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 la. Oh, a, a good tweet. Kathy Griffith put back her photo that she apologized for because she got like hammed about the photo where she is holding the bloody head of Trump is a very like loud protest you know to to put that photo up is a statement is is supposed to invoke conversation is supposed to invoke emotions and that photo absolutely invokes emotions and i'm really happy that she put that back up go kathy griffith she's also one of my favorite comedians <laughs> um but i think that's it that's kind of it i mean i'm scrolling i'm seeing i'm scrolling i'm seeing and i think that's all for in case you missed it twitter segment <laughs> to get a little bit serious i'm going to play a statement that mr david Johns gave on MSNBC. Here it goes. I mean, you know, America's not unique in its sins hmm. as a country. We're not unique in our evils, to be honest with you. Um, I think where we, where we may be singular is our a refusal to acknowledge them hmm. and the legends and myths we tell about our inherent, you know, goodness. Uh, to hide and cover and conceal so that we can maintain a kind of willful ignorance that protects our innocence. See, the thing is that when we, the Tea Party was happening, we used people were, we were saying, pundits, oh, it's just about economic populism. <laughs> it's not about race. <clears throat> when people knew, people knew, social scientists were already writing that what was driving the Tea Party were anxieties about economic demographic anxiety. shifts, that the country was changing, that they were seeing these racially ambiguous babies on, on Cheerios commercials that the country wasn't quite feeling like it was a white nation anymore. And people were screaming from the top of their lungs, yo, this is not just simply economic populism. This is the ugly underbelly of the country. See, the thing is, is this, and I'll say this, and I'll take the hit on it. There are communities that have had to bear the brunt of America confronting, white Americans confronting the danger of their innocence. And it happens every generation. So somehow we have to kind of, oh my God, is this who we are? And just again, another, here's another generation of babies. Think about it, that two-year-old had his bro bones broken by two parents trying to shield him from being killed. A woman who has been married to this man for as long as I've been on the planet almost, lost her, lost her husband. For what? And so, what we know is that the country has been playing politics for a long time on this hatred. We know this. So it's easy for us to place it all on Donald Trump's shoulders. It's easy for us to place Pittsburgh on his shoulders. It's easy for me to place Charlottesville on his shoulders. It's easy for us to place El Paso on his shoulders. This is us. And if we're going to get past this, we can't blame it on him. He's a manifestation of the ugliness that's in us. I've had the privilege of growing up in a tradition that didn't believe in the myths and the legends because we had to bear the brunt of them. Either we're going to change, Nicole, or we're going to do this again and again, and babies are going to have to grow up 
without mothers and fathers, uncles and aunts, friends, while we're trying to convince white folk to finally leave behind a history that will maybe, maybe, or embrace a history that might set them free from being white, finally. Uli, if that isn't a prophecy, if that isn't a sermon, if he is was just not preaching to anyone, I mean, it even breaks my heart, really, because I have a mother that supports that mentality. And of course, I know where it comes from. Apparently, the Bible, I guess, Christianity, I guess. But a part of me always asks, there's so much good that's said in the Bible. There's so much good that's exemplified and done in the Bible. But yet, your heart chooses the bad. Your heart chooses to hate, to discriminate, to play prejudice on other folks. For what? What does it do for you to hate other people, to denounce other people, to discriminate other people, to take rights away from other people, to take life away from other people? What does it do to you? I would love for one of these, I don't know what to call them, bigots, I guess. Bigots is the word that sort of fits right now. I would love for one of them to really just answer to me, what does it, what does it do to them to see other people suffer? I would love to do this. I would love for them to just answer that question. How does it fulfill them to tell other people you're not good enough, to tell other people because of your skin and because you like what you like sexually or, you know, to sort of dictate to other people that their life is worthless because of the things that they choose to like that is so different, the things that some of them don't even have control over. For just being simply themselves, to look at another human being for being who they are and tell them that your life does not matter. What does that do to the person who says that? Ugh. I just can't. So guys, let's get back to having a little bit of fun. I want to share this um <laughs> this little daily show segment where people are asked 
what is the worst case scenario. And like I told you guys, I always think about the worst case scenario and then I plan from there. So let's just listen to some of these guys and have a bit of comical relief during these election times. Check it out. In this upcoming election, what do you think is the worst case scenario? The worst case scenario is Trump loses and the whole world loses their mind. The worst thing that can happen is Sleepy Joe winning the election. This, this 2020 election, like, what do you think is the worst case scenario? <laughs> Another civil war. If Trump wins, democracy is dead, 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 okay. totally dead. When civil war breaks out in America again, where are you guys <laughs> going to move to? <clears throat> Italy. You go to Italy? Yeah. Okay. I would stay in New York. I think New York, I think New York probably would secede. New Zealand is pretty sweet. Go live in a hobbit hole somewhere. I'll, I'll, I'll probably hop around. Yeah, I'll be hop like, I'll, I'll do everywhere. some sightseeing. You know. You'll, you'll, you'll sightsee to wait out the Civil War? Yes. In that scenario, which country do you think I should be in? Do I think you should be? Yeah, if it divides into two, which country should I be in? I think you should get the out of the country. Get the uh, both. Yeah, because that's what I'm doing. It feels like every election day is getting scarier and scarier. Should we just put election day on Halloween and just get it done with? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm up for that. And you then people come vote. door to door and instead of asking trick or treat, they go vote. Yeah, that's it. Oh, then, that's perfect. And then I, when you vote, you get candy. I think you just saw voting. God, thank God for shows like The Daily Show because they sort of just bring us back into having a sense of joy. Like I said earlier, we will just have to find a sense of comedy in the satire of the world that we live in, honestly. But with that said and done, I just want to leave you with these few words. Please find a sense of joy in the muck that is our civilization today. Find a sense of joy. Continue to focus on your self-care. Continue to focus on your mental health. And find peace. Find quiet. Find stillness. And be within. Most of all, be with community. Just prepare yourself for anything. Prepare yourself for the worst case scenario and just hope for the best. So with that said, I will check you guys on the next episode. Thank you so much for listening and sharing space with me today. And remember to take care of yourself and your mental health because you all deserve it.